Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and episode series where we talk about digital strategies and tactics to help grow your business. It is a fact that disruption is on our doorstep. It doesn't matter what business you're in, we are all being affected by COVID-19. And as we look at the effects of social distancing and, um, you know, sporting events being canceled and, and just all of the uh, all of the impacts of what's happened uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, which obviously began uh, several months ago, as as this uh, pandemic has has really hit the United States as well as other places globally. Things the game has changed, and and I think just from a a perspective that that some businesses may not have considered, some have. Today's episode is really about the eight essential components of a COVID nineteen digital toolkit and why your business needs them yesterday. Guys, the the, the fact of the matter is, um, yeah, as many of you know, I'm sure you've you've received emails from every company and brand that you've ever given your email address to. And in the last week or so, they've emailed you to say, here's what we're doing about the coronavirus and and here's how our our business is responding. So obviously, if you haven't done that for your consumers, then yes, you should have done that last week. But I think one of the the emails that I received is from one of our vendors that, that we use for helping to um, mitigate a, a surge of traffic to a website. Obviously, we host and manage over 150 sites for our clients, uh, their websites. And, and one of the trends that was reported by our vendor, uh, Cloudflare, which is probably one of the largest uh, CDN networks, meaning the basically what, what their company does is they provide a copy of your website across their many data centers all across the globe, whether that person is in Paris viewing your website and your web files are, you know, on a server in Chicago, they've got a data center that is closest to them in in Paris. Or if, you know, you have a data center and your files are, you know, in Chicago, but someone in California is pulling up uh, your website, Cloudflare basically allows uh, a copy of your entire website to be served to them in the quickest manner possible so that they can get the information uh, as quickly as possible. Now, in the email that Cloudflare sent, the CEO um, sent out last week, uh, talking about what they're doing, they they know and they have seen already uh, an increase in internet traffic. Well, of course, well, we're all, you know, many of us are self-quarantining, whether it's, um, you know, whether you are, uh, a young adult, whether you are you know, married with children, whether you are elderly, um, you know, many people are self-quarantining, making sure that they're home, making sure that they, they have the things that they need. But when you're there, you, need, you have to entertain yourself or you have to get information. And what's the first thing that we turn to, right? We pull up our devices, we, we jump on our phone and we start looking up uh, the information that we need 
you know, whether it's has my bank hours changed, has my grocery store hours changed, you know, is my vet going to be there? Um, and so Cloudflare reports that um, they have already seen a 10% increase in internet traffic globally uh, in, in just a very short period. And in Italy, where there's a national uh, you know, quarantine, uh, a 30% increase in internet traffic. If your company hasn't thought about this, I hope you're listening to this episode. And if you have a friend that runs a business or you have a colleague uh, that is responsible for you know, uh, an organization, I hope you'll share this with them because the important, the information that I'm going to share with you in today's episode is absolutely critical. And many businesses are not paying attention to this and they're losing customers in a time where no one can afford to lose customers. So if this disruption, I mean, it is a change force that will test your business's ability to adapt. I mean, it's all over the place. You look at restaurants, you look at retail places, you know, how are they going to be able to serve their customers? They're having to figure out ways that they've never done before. I mean, the status quo is absolutely like you might as well stick a stake through the heart of the status quo, because if you hold on to that white knuckled of how you got where you got the way you've been doing business over the last you know, whatever, five months, five years, or what have you, guys, the games are changing. I mean, you know, restaurants, it's not just curbside. It's, hey, curbside, pop your trunk. I'll put it in your trunk. I'll make sure, you know, it's prepared, you know, with gloves and, and, and you know, truly caring for and making sure that the containment of this, um, you know, that we put our best foot forward. So if you think about that, and if you think about, what's happening and the fact that people are spending more time at home or more time, you know, isolated, it's of course going to um, result in more people going to a business's website or doing a Google search to find out about what what do I do? You know, how do I get my stuff? Um, So let's, let's do this. Let's take a deep dive into the eight essential components there really are, they should, this should be a checklist, a digital checklist for your business. What do you need? And, and here's the thing, the thing that I'm going to talk about, it's not like you're running out and buying 12 years supply of toilet paper that you're never going to use. The things that I'm going to recommend, these are things that you, if you didn't have them before, you should have. And, and if you will put them in, your business is better positioned for what's ahead over the next eight weeks that I think we're going to go through this incredible, just the whole world is turned upside down because things are changing and we're having to get goods and services um, differently than than we ever had before. So let's start with number one. Let's start with your website. Let's start with, do you have your content up to date? I mean, and let's, let's just start with your homepage. You know, I can I can imagine that there are businesses who had their website built four years ago and they haven't updated anything in four years. I know that that's true because I'm contacted by businesses all the time 
And they're like, well, we really haven't done anything to our website. We had it built, you know, in 2014 or 2016. You know, it looks pretty nice, but we really haven't updated it since. If you don't have a message on the homepage of your website about how, um, you know, COVID-19 and, and how your business is thinking about how it impacts its clients and its ability to provide goods and services, you are, you are doing yourself great harm. Because people are trying to figure it out. I went to go try to get my oil changed this weekend. I drove up to the place that's normally open, you know, basically seven days a week with, with different hours on Sunday. Drove right up. The doors are shut. No one's there. I called the business and said, hey, I just, you know, I normally come in and get my oil change done on Sunday. And uh, I drove up. Doors are closed. No sign. No anything. You know, and I call and the person answers the phone is like, well, they shut down early yesterday. And um, yeah, we don't know the 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 the, uh, the general manager, you know, whoever, you know, they're they're close. They, they, they told us it's closed today and, and we're just going to have to wait and see. I get that that we are in uncharted territories. I get it. But put some communication up there to let people know what the status is and how your company is is dealing with that and 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 how you're handling customer service. You you can't just you know push it down or set it aside. Your your website is probably one of the first things that people are going to come to when they're trying to find out if they can get goods and services from you and and how you're you know adapting to this disruption that is global. Number two is obviously making sure that your website is mobile optimized. Guys, I mean, here's the fact. Like, this is this is how the majority of the world connects to the internet. It's it's their smart device, right? It's their phone, it's their tablet. I mean, the number of, of, of laptops and, and desktops in, in homes, you know, I mean, that number is just dwarfed. Because why, why have that when you carry the internet in your pocket? So making sure your, your, your website is mobile optimized uh, is really important. And then really thinking about, okay, I don't need to have the fancy slider that's, you know, all sexy. I need to get really practical and know, like, people are looking for hours. People are looking for, you know, um, changes in normal service hours. Like get that information up to the top so that when that screen loads in that first, you know, first screen load swipe, if you will, on that device, that information is right there. So number three is creating online forms. And and I, the one thing about online forms, again, you know, having built over 150 uh, WordPress websites over the last 10 years, I have I have built my my share of forms. And I always work with the client and I say, okay, guys, if we're going to build these forms, you know, let's make sure that we put some conditional logic in the form so that, you know, when the person calls in, if they select, you know, A, it goes to the right person, or if they choose B, it goes to a different person. So, you know, routing your phone, your, your forms, making sure that it goes quickly to the right person, uh, having an autoresponder that gives relevant conditional logic based on their choices so that they can get information quickly delivered to their inbox right away or an on-screen 
um, you know, information, when they hit the submit button, you've got to think through what is it that they're trying to figure out. Um, and I mean, I mean, for goodness sake, reply to those forms. I don't know how many people I know personally, when I was trying to get my pool done, I went out and I tried to get, you know, pool quotes from like eight different companies. And I went to their website because I build websites and, and I filled out their form because I wanted to see, hey, what kind of business do you do you run? Do you do you how important are web forms submitted on your website compared to phone calls? Guys, if if your business has relied on floor traffic to make an impact on your business and you know that people are not getting out, how are you? Are you rethinking your communication points and your opportunities to have a meaningful connection? If, if you're not really thinking about your response time when an email notification comes in that someone's filled out a form on your website, you know, oh, I'll get to that in a minute. We, you cannot do that. I mean, you shouldn't do that anyway, but right now more than ever, your response time is critical. Now, take it one step further, you know, it used to be, you know, in order to have a CRM integration with your website, you had to pay a lot of money. You know, it cost thousands of dollars to get it set up. Guys, there are tools out there that are very affordable. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think of active campaign, you know, I think it's like $9 a month, um, you know, for up to like a thousand contacts or something like that. And, you know, it scales up on a monthly fee. But here's the advantage, uh, and this is number four, CRM integration with your website allows you to not only track, you know, like, okay, if I fill out a form, then my email address and my IP address are kind of connected together. So when I go visit places on the website, I'm trying to learn things, that information can be recorded in your CRM uh, data, which you then can make sure that any follow-up that happens after that is relevant to me. It's personalized to me and what's important to me. And so having something like that, I think is really critical. And if you haven't set up a CRM for your website and integrated it in the behavior patterns of people visiting your website, now more than ever, get it going, get it fired up, go to a, a, a brand like Active Campaign and, and start, some, start a free trial, you know, or for nine bucks a month, you know, give it a shot and, and and try it out because you will reap the benefits and your customers will receive better service when you're able to understand what's most important to them. Uh, number five is really something that a lot is off a lot of people's radars. And here's the, the thing. We know that the elderly community are, are the highest at risk. And we also know that you know, they're the ones that are trying to find information out and they're trying to do it on their phone or they're trying to do it on their tablet or they're trying to do it on their desktop. And they're going to these websites and, and whether they're elderly and they have, you know, some type of disability, um, you know, that that the, the chances of that are much greater as they, you know, are, you know, progressing years, if, you know, uh, your elderly communities, you know, it, it's just a matter of life. So have you done an ADA compliant web check on your website? Understand that if, if what Cloudflare is saying, globally, we've got a 10% increase in web traffic. 
And if what we saw in Italy happens in America, and, and I hope that it doesn't, you know, because we are practicing, you know, social distancing and, and we're trying to do things to, you know, flatten the curve, if you will, and 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 prevent this from, you know, really spreading. Um, but But the fact of the matter is that if you haven't looked at your website through the eyes of someone with a visual impairment or disability, you know, you may have some serious problems. And the worst thing you need is in addition to, you know, not responding to a form is not having the information available to, to an elderly or a person with a disability who, who desperately needs your services or desperately needs to get into contact with somebody, but they can't see it you know, because your content is not ADA compliant. You don't have the color ratio uh, correct. You don't have the font size correct. I mean, there are many tools out there that you can do a quick audit. There are some things that you can implement very quickly to at least make a better effort very quickly to move forward with your ADA compliance with your website. Um, you know, there are tools out there like Wave. You can go to uh, just Google Wave a web accessibility tool and you'll see a free link that you can go there. There's a Chrome extension, super easy to run um, and, and be informed about it and work with your team to make sure that your content uh, is ADA compliant, especially if you provide access to public access to your building, especially if you have uh, federal funding for your organization or your association. I mean, you literally have a responsibility to provide that information um, in a way that is is easily accessible to uh, any person, regardless of their disability. I mean, the last thing you need is you know a six-figure lawsuit because your website wasn't ADA compliant in the midst of declining business because people aren't able to come into your location because they're afraid of COVID-19, right? Uh, all right. So number six, a live chat feature. I mean, there are tools out there again that are free, like live chat, Olark, Live Agent. Um, I mean, there are so many, especially if you have a WordPress website, there's a whole ecosystem of chat tools that are out there that you can, I mean, they, they, they range all over the place, um, but they are so easy to set up. And that can, again, you should man that live chat no different than you would man your phone line. Uh, for people to be able to ask questions and get information uh, about your products and services, about your hours of operations, you know, things of that nature. So having a tool like a live chat feature on your website is huge. Number seven is, is obviously connect the Google products that are uh, relevant. So, I mean, that starts with Google Analytics and it's also followed up very closely with Google My Business. Um, you know, a lot of people totally forgot about Google's knowledge panel, which is that informational panel that has the directions, your website link, your hours of operations, the reviews, and all of that information that's available when someone does a search and it's on the right-hand side of the screen or is at the top of the screen on a mobile device and you can quickly click to the website, click to call, make sure your phone number is, is connected properly, make sure your hours are updated, you know, even if it's a change for the next eight weeks. Your Google My Business listing is probably the, the second number one the second thing you need to do out of all this list once you get your website set up is make sure that Google has the right information because you don't want to be like me and pull up to the place where you're trying to get your oil changed and, and, and give them business 
because you don't have, you know, they, they didn't have their hours of operation, you know, and this is a major brand I'm talking about, right? This isn't just some small mom and pop, you know, garage that I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Um, and then, and then lastly, number eight is your social channels. I mean, obviously it goes without saying, but you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn, you know, manning someone to your social channels right now is really important because people are going there. You know, unlike before we would wait to get, see information in the feed, um, you know, um, but, but now if I am going to look you up on Facebook and see if you've updated your Facebook page with what you're doing, how things have changed, hours of operation and things of that nature in your about profile and, and, and all of the things that you've got that are according to your social media profile. I mean, this is, this is critical. So I, these are like the eight essential components of a COVID-19 digital toolkit that your business needs to have immediately. You should have it yesterday. So let's review these really quickly. Number one, make sure your website uh, content is up to date. Make sure that, you're, that you are illustrating correct messaging around hours or products or services over the next few weeks if you see that that's changing. Number two, make sure your website is mobile optimized. Number three, make sure your, your online forms are set up properly, that they're routing to the proper person, that you have autoresponders that give your, your clients instant access and information uh, as best as possible. Look into integration of a CRM like an active campaign or another tool, whether it's salesforce.com or, you know, Civi CRM, whatever that tool, whatever that platform is, um, you know, and then make sure that you do a ADA compliance check on your website to make sure that persons with disabilities or elderly folks with, with impairments can access and, and have the same uh, access to information as, as to those uh, regardless of their disability. Number six, have a live chat feature um, on your website and have that, um, you know, folks responding to that and attentive to that. Number seven, Google Analytics and Google My Business listing updates. Make sure you are gathering the correct information and, and reviewing that information and making sure it is the most up to date. And then lastly, make sure your social channels are active and, and up to date with, with the newest information. Guys, I hope this has been helpful for you to go through this simple sort of toolkit and what are the eight essential components. Again, my name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Hope you have a great week this week and tune in tomorrow. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.